Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to Ladies Talk Podcast. I'm so excited that you're joining me. You know, it's your girl, Lucretia, and it is just me today. I'm going to tell you it has been a busy week. Today has been an exhausting day, um, and we were just honestly too busy to sit down and record and too tired whenever we had time. So I am just wanting to share a thought with you to start your week off. Um, And I pray for some of you, this really helps you to do some soul searching. And uh, I pray for some of you that it really helps you to, um, helps to minister to you on your walk with God, um, as well as to just help you evaluate, you know, where you are in life and where you are in your walk with Christ. You know, so often I find myself thinking in my head, you know, that I'm good, you know, me and God are good. And, you know, even whenever I think maybe I'm not making the best choices, you know, sometimes I can still compare myself to others and just think, oh, man, well, compared to them, you know, my relationship is good with God, you know, and um, the truth is there's so many things that we need to seek out God for. We need to ask God, you know, search our heart, God, search my heart, God, know my anxious thoughts, God, know every way in me, Lord, and just show me like the hidden things that prevent me from being closer to you. Um, I was actually listening to Catherine Coleman this week and her teachings are amazing if you haven't heard of her, but she is, she was a powerful woman of God. Um, a minister. She moved in healing uh, mercies. A lot of her conferences, um, there were just signs, wonders, and, and miracles everywhere that she went. And the way she spoke, she was so passionate about God. She was so clear and so precise that, listen, Catherine Coleman has nothing to do with this. This is all the Holy Spirit. And, you know, she would always say, you know, if if I've done it in my own power, I'm going to get so exhausted. But if I just sit back and I'm a spectator, which is what she liked to do, I would she said, I just sit down and spectate and allow the Holy Spirit to do it. And then I'm thrilled with you to see Holy Spirit moving in your life. And it was such a cool teaching. So this morning I was at church and um we're in this series called Counterfeit Gods is really heavy, really heavy and really, really, oh man, it just makes you search every part of your heart. And I was in the leadership meeting prior to service and um, the pastor talked about, you know, he said something about he was going to talk a little bit more about financial, you know, as a counterfeit God today. And um, immediately I thought about the rich young ruler. And what Holy Spirit brought to my mind is this, and this is what I want to challenge you on. Just listen to what I'm saying. And then um, I want you to to ponder on this this week and really bring this before God. Um, When I was thinking about the rich young ruler, I was also thinking about what I heard Catherine, Catherine Coleman say this week. And she was talking about prayer and about prayer being it's a two part thing it's it's a giving of yourself and then it's uh, a receiving of of God and um but you do have to give of yourself probably one of the least talked about parts of Christianity which it shouldn't be this way but it really is the death of self it's that time where you have to die to your flesh 
You know, we've talked about it on here before. You know, without a death, there can't be a resurrection. And a lot of times in the Bible, you know, if you read the scriptures, when God's talking about, I will, you know, bring you a refreshing, I'll bring you this, I'll bring you that. You know, when he is talking about bringing these beautiful blessings into our life, a lot of times the preceding scripture, it's talking about, hey, you need to be able to repent. You need to be able to ask God for forgiveness, repent of your sins, turn from your wicked ways, humble yourself, seek my face. There's so many scriptures in the Bible where, before the refreshing and the things of God come, there's a call to repentance and there is a call to die to yourself. And Catherine Coleman, as she was ministering this week on the video I was watching, she just began to talk about that. You must be willing to die to yourself. You must be willing. And she said for some it's easier than others. And she was sharing her story. And she said, like me, she said, I was nothing. She said, I was just a little girl from a little town of no more than 1200 people. I'm nothing. So it's easy for me to die to myself. I have nothing. And he, it's him who makes this everything. And, um, and then she said for others, she said, it's a little bit harder to die to yourself. Because you hang on to this picture of this life that you want or that you think you want. You hang on to these things that you think are supposed to be in your life or these things that, you know, go certain ways and you either accept them for the way they go or you, um, you know, try to hold on to that control to be able to manipulate your life and, and steer it whichever way you feel like it should go. But you have to die to self. This is a part of prayer, which I thought it was so cool that she even said that because that's a whole message in itself. But it's a part of prayer, but it's also a part of the Christian walk. And this morning, as I was thinking and he mentioned the financial thing, the rich young ruler popped into my head. And it's a story in the Bible and it talks about this young man running up to Jesus and he's like, Jesus, what do I have to do to get in heaven? And Jesus telling him, will you already follow the Ten Commandments? You know, you do this and he lists off all the Ten Commandments. And um, um, and the guy goes, yes, I do all of those. Um, and he was, you know, so excited. I mean, he's he he follows the Bible. He was a good man. And then um, Jesus said, but you lack one thing. And he was like, tell me, like, what do I have to do? And he said, go and sell your possessions and give them to the poor and come and follow me. And then it says that the rich young ruler turned away sorrowful. He turned away holding his head down and he walked away for he had a great many possessions. You know, who that hits me because and, and maybe as I grew up, I didn't really think of this verse too much because, you know, I'm not a rich person. Um, and so I felt like maybe it was, it was, it didn't really apply to me, but in the season I'm in in life right now, this applies to me more than it ever could right now. As I face this version of myself that's sitting here with counterfeit gods and I wonder what if I ran up to Jesus and he says, you lack this one thing, what is in my heart that if he told me, give it away and come and follow me or give it up and come and follow me. Would I turn away sorrowful because I just knew I couldn't give it up? 
And as a Christian and a believer for all my life, I would love to say, man, yes, yes, I would give it all up for Jesus because I truly believe I love him that much and I am that certain of who he is. I would do that. But then I think about these moments in life where I think about some of my fears and some of my hurts and some of my anger and some of the different uncertainties in life. And and I wonder, well, would I? What if I was like Abraham, you know, and he asked for my child to be the sacrifice? You know, what if, you know, if in any capacity, you know, he asked me to give up my kids and follow him? Would I be able to do that? And I'm not, you know, going into, you know, the semantics of, Sometimes people argue, you know, well, you know, good God wouldn't ask you to do that. You know, I've heard all those arguments. I'm not going into those semantics. My focus right now is, would I be able to do that? Would I be able to be like Abraham and drag my child up a mountain knowing that he was supposed to be the sacrifice just to show God that I love him more than my child? What if I ran up to Jesus and he asked me to give up a relationship, any relationship. Think about the person that you hold dear the most. It could be your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, your wife, your spouse, your kids. And he said, listen, you lack one thing. You have to give it up. Would we be able to look at Jesus and say, yes, yes, I'll do it. Or would we be looking at him with sorrow in our hearts because we know we just can't do that. We know that we just are holding on so tight to this image, so tight to this relationship, so tight to whatever it is that we can't let go of that we know we wouldn't be able to give it up to God. What if he did ask us to give away our riches? What if he did ask us to get rid of the way that, uh, or, or what is it, like your, your public image, the way people see you? What if he did ask you to turn those cares away or to do something that would make people look at you crazy just for the sake of him, just for the sake of showing him that you love him? These questions to me are so, so interesting because as he was sharing in the sermon this morning, you know, even about football and all of this stuff, you know, um, there was a story he was sharing about these people you know but like what if someone comes from another country and they see you and they you know just in the context of football you know say all day Saturday you know they see you hanging around with your friends hanging around at work you know all wearing the same colors all celebrating all energetic all excited for this football this game and supporting your team and rallying behind your team and then they go to bed Sunday night and wake up Sunday morning with no expectancy for anything. And I thought, wow, Lord, that's so profound because, I mean, how many times do we do that and, and just cr- make church a checkbox or make time with him a checkbox or, you know, the, yes, Lord, we've already done that. So just going back to Catherine Coleman, you know, her her message, you must die to yourself. I'm in this season. I mean, I can truly say God has just proven himself time and time again. And it's no longer about him proving myself. But I have to admit, I find myself asking him for courage. 
and asking him for strength because there are things in my life that I feel like, God, if you ask me to let this go, I don't know that I could say yes without your courage. And I don't know that I could say yes without your strength. I don't know that I'd be able to walk away from these things and still serve you and not have a heart of my heart a part of my heart be broken or hesitant because of what I had to let go. Um, and that's just, that's just the, the human part of us, you know, but on it, it's just in my honesty, you know, I have to share that with you guys because I feel like maybe it could be the same for you guys. So this week, this week, I pray and I ask you that you would just search your heart. And as you're at work, As you're talking to people, as you're talking to your family, pay attention to what's important to you. Pay attention to what's coming out of your mouth. Pay attention to what it is that you focus on and you dwell on and you thrive on. And ask yourself in those moments or anytime Holy Spirit brings this message back to your remembrance, would I give this up for Jesus? Ask yourself that. Because it's the true price of Christianity, you know, we can preach the blessings all day long and the blessings are just a fruit of being a believer. But there is a cost. And the good thing is that we didn't have to pay the hard, we didn't have to do the hard part. The hard part was what Jesus did, where he died on the cross. He took the whipping, he took the crown of thorns, he took everything on the cross for us. He he went to hell. He got the keys of the kingdom back. He rose from the dead. That's who our Savior is. But in our own humanity, our cost is to lay down our life, is to die to our flesh, is to pick up our cross and follow him. And for that, you guys, this is a beautiful thing. I think a lot of times we think And I think this is just a a religious thing or, you know, a lot of times we think, okay, yeah, God, I will. I'll give it all up for you. And we strive and we try to do it our best. And then we try to bring that version of ourselves to him. But we're human. We're flesh. So the understanding has to be there that you can't give it up on your own. I've talked about this before, but, you know, when I was smoking weed and when I was going through my different fasts and doing different things, there are some things, including smoking weed, that I was like, I'm not going to stop doing this unless God gives me the strength to do it, to stop, or unless I feel him nudging me, telling me that it's that season, now it's time to give it up. And I went through that season where he told me it was time to give it up, and I could not have made it. I could not have done that and given it up and not been able to smoke during that season without the help of God and so it's not that we correct ourselves but it's just about your willing heart that God I can't make myself stop these things on my own I can't break these bondages of you know on my own I can't stop these things from happening on my own I can't uh, walk away from these things on my own but I have a willing heart and I present myself before you God that you would give me courage and strength to choose you over the world, to choose you over whatever asking me to walk away from. And I pray that as you focus on that this week, that you find beautiful moments with your Heavenly Father, that you find these intimate moments with Jesus where he really becomes real to you, where he speaks to you, where you find that two-way part 
of prayer where you die to self and you receive God. Let me pray for you. Lord, I thank you for each and every person listening to this podcast. God, search our hearts. Search our hearts. Search our minds. God, know our anxious ways, God. Teach us, God, how to follow you. Give us courage and give us strength, God, to put you above everything else, God. For us to be able to walk, Lord, the way you called us to walk. And if there's anything, God, that you're calling us to die to, if there's anything that you're calling us to leave behind, God, Lord, I ask that you give us the ability to do it, that you change the desires of our heart, God, that we would lead our wandering hearts to focus on you, that they would be led by you. Lord, we love you and we thank you for all you're doing in our life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I love you guys. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you for listening. And um, I pray you have a phenomenal week. We miss my mom today. You just know she's well. Um, she's resting too. We had, um, I think we talked about last time about how we were going to do, um, you know, redo the house and stuff before my dad comes home. And so a big part of that project was done this week and it was incredible. Shout out to the Yahweh Sisterhood who came through and really helped us to get those rooms done in just a a matter of a few hours. It's been amazing. So um, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for support. I'm grateful for community. So remember, uh, as part of the, um, the, uh, ladies talk podcast you know we're here to walk with you through the good to be there with you through the bad and to no we're here to be there through the good walk with you through the bad and be there with you through all the ugly I know I'm forgetting where y'all sorry I'm tired but anyways I love you guys I hope you have a great week go get in your community go change the world and remember to ask your question are you willing to die to yourself Just like the rich young ruler, is there something that if you were facing Jesus and he asked you to walk away from, is there something that you would have a hard time letting go of? I love you guys. This has been Ladies Talk Podcast. You have a great week.